Hello there and welcome to Mothers Arising Podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru and I am privileged to be the host of this podcast where we share all things motherhood, faith, family and life. I can't wait for you to dig deep into today's episode and of course, please share what you think after you're done listening to the episode. All you have to do is send us your feedback, your comments, your questions to hello at mothersarising.org. Of course, remember to share this podcast with another mother. Somebody definitely needs to hear what you're also hearing. Ladies, can you believe it is week nine already? Wow. It seems just like yesterday that we had our very first episode on the Rooted Mom devotional series and here we are in week nine that's amazing and truly i just want to commend you for sticking with me up until now in this rooted mom series uh it's been an amazing time so far god has been so faithful we've learned so much um we've grown god has stretched us we've had to repent on some things um god has opened our eyes to see areas of our lives where we need to make adjustments. We've learned things that make our hearts joyful before the Lord. And honestly, um, it feels like we should go on and on and on and on for a long time. But I'm excited because even as we round up the Rooted Mom devotional series, we're going to be starting off our Thriving Mom devotional series from the month of May. So from the first week of May, we're going to go into Thrive Devotional Series. And of course, I cannot wait to get that started with you. So if I were you, I'll head on to mothershorizon.org to register for the new series. And um, I know that for sure is going to be an amazing time. Okay, so let's get into week nine of our Rooted Mom Devotional Series this week. We are moving into um, what we call a segment, a section, talking about prosperity in our souls, talking about our soul health. Because the Rooted Mom Devotional Series is a mix of focusing on our spirituality and our wellness as mothers. So in the next two weeks, for week 9 and 10, we're going to be talking about soul health, how we can start to pay attention to our souls and how we can truly be well when it comes to the inside and not just on the outside. And so this week, we're looking at your soul prospers, your soul prospers. And we're going to be talking about how to prosper in our souls as women, as God's children, as moms, especially. So let's get started today. Have you ever read this scripture in 3 John verse 2? So 3 John has only one chapter. So the second verse in that chapter says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. What that means is that this scripture is highlighting that our prosperity 
should start from the soul, just as your soul prospers. And have you ever wondered what prosperity of your soul means? What does it really mean to prosper? To prosper is just simply a condition of being successful, a condition of thriving. It's not just the position of getting by or managing. It's not just trying to be okay. It's a state of success, thriving, growing well, developing well. Prosperity is about living the full life. So prosperity in your soul is a position where your soul is free from toxic elements. Your soul is truly thriving. It's a state of peace, of calm, of joy. A state of wholeness in your soul. The word prosper in the scripture that we just read in 3 John verse 2 loosely translates to embarking on a journey toward completeness and wholeness. Embarking on a journey. I love it. Meaning we may not be there yet, but we are on that journey. We are moving towards completeness and wholeness in our, in, in our souls. God desires for us to be whole and complete, not just on the outside, but, all, but more importantly, internally. Scriptures tell us that this is the desire of God for us, to prosper, to thrive, to be whole in our souls. Let's take a little pause here, shall we? And let's think about this for a bit. Ask yourself right now, how do I feel in my soul? Do I feel like I am prosperous in my soul? Do I feel rich in my soul? Am I thriving in my soul? Think about that for a bit. I love that we're having this conversation right now. Because if you can tell that your soul is not prosperous, you are in a good place. Why? Because there's something you can start to do right now to build prosperity in your soul, to fortify your soul, to be rich in your soul, to truly thrive in your soul. Why do we need this conversation about prosperity of the soul? That scripture says, even as your soul prospers, God does not expect you to look good on the outside while there's chaos on the inside. That's not God's plan for you. God wants your prosperity to start from the inside first of all. It is more important that your prosperity starts from the inside. God wants our internal to define our external and not the other way around. That discomfort you feel right now in your soul, even when things look good to the world around you, is for your good. Because God wants you to fix what's on the inside right now. You don't need to pretend that all is well with your soul. God is calling you today to start this journey towards prosperity in your soul. What are some of the things that can stop your soul from prospering? What are some of the things that can cause you to feel 
Like, you know, there's this gap somewhere. My soul is not prospering right now. What can make your soul feel depleted and not rich? Sometimes it could be due to past experiences, some hurts that we've experienced in the past or they were currently experiencing right now. Maybe it's grief. Maybe it's loss. Maybe it's disappointments and things that we've been through. Sometimes it could be not paying attention to toxic relationships around us. It could be not paying attention to replenishing and nurturing our souls daily. It could just be about not being deliberate and intentional, about investing in things that can nourish, nurture, and replenish our souls. Things that can bring us joy and peace. And it's important that we pay attention to our souls, that we care for our souls as we also care for our bodies. It's no wonder the Bible says that we should guard our heart with all diligence. Why? Because it's from our heart that the issues of life flow from. What are some of the ways that we can start to pay attention to our souls and to keep our souls nurtured and nourished? We need to pay attention to the things that we allow access to our hearts. We need to guard our gates well. We need to guard our hearts well. Our gates are the openings into our souls, into our hearts. And what do they look like? It's our eyes, what we see, what we look at. It's our ears, what we listen to, what we hear every day. It's our tongues, the things we say. It's our feet, where we go. The places we put our, our feet onto. The kind of places we visit. We spend our time. We have to guard those areas of our lives with diligence. We need to be cautious of and ensure that we are careful about guarding our gates to keep away anything that can pollute or influence us negatively. We need to prevent access to anything that can damage our souls. Another thing that we can do to pay attention to nourishing and nurturing our souls is to audit our relationships. What kinds of people do you surround yourself with? Are they the kinds of people that can nurture you or do they deplete your soul? Any kind of friendship that makes you feel emotionally depleted or negative is not good for you and should be avoided for the sake of your soul. It's our responsibility to pay attention to those in our lives and the effects that they have on us. What impact does this person have on me? In what way do people around me affect me? What can I do right now to change my circle if I feel like my circle, my friends, people around me are not helping me, are just depleting my soul. They're not really adding to me. They're not nurturing my soul. They're not making me feel prosperous in my soul. What can I do to change my circle right now to the right kinds of people? Toxic relationships can be detrimental to our soul health 
And we definitely need to put people in our lives that can replenish and refresh us. Another thing that we can do is to check our environment. Our environment can impact our mood. It can influence us. It has a great effect on how our soul gets replenishment. Research actually shows that our home and work environment can affect our mental well-being. For example, research studies have revealed that rooms with bright lights, you know, whether it's natural or artificial lights, can improve anxiety, can improve depression. So just imagine if you don't, if your environment doesn't, it doesn't bring joy, right? It doesn't bring calmness. Your environment impacts your behavior. It impacts your motivation to act. Imagine that you enter into, your, into a place and you see shoes scattered all, all around the place. You're likely to just drop your shoes anywhere. But if you enter a place and everywhere is tidy, shoes are in the right places, everything is neat, you're likely to follow that same pattern and put your things neatly in the right place. So your environment it actually impacts on be- your behavior. Right? Your environment will facilitate or can also discourage interactions of people around you. How people feel welcome. If your environment is clean, it's neat, it's tidy, people are going to feel welcome. They want to sit in your, in your space and have a chat with you. It's, if it's welcoming, you're likely going to find people who also want to stay in that space, right? Your environment can actually add to your stress or reduce it. So it's important that we check our environment and say, what can I do to improve? Maybe in my room, can I change something around? Can I arrange my room, tidy it up, declutter? Can I rearrange something in my office? Can my desk be tidy? Check your environment and see something you can do today to change the things around you. So an audit of of the people around you, of your environment, of the kinds of things you engage with and engage in, check those things. They have a direct impact on your soul prosperity. So what actions do you need to take when it comes to your relationships, to your home or work environment, to your gates, to what you allow access into your life? Take a deeper look at some of these things in your life and then resolve to do something about them this week. This is how you can start the process of fueling, of nurturing, of feeding, of replenishing your soul into prosperity. Your soul care and your soul prosperity are important to God and should be important to you as well. So, let's take a moment and declare together for ourselves today. I declare that from today, I take care of my soul. I pay attention to the things that are depleting my soul from today. I let go of anything or anyone who damages my soul in any way. I choose 
to remove and declutter from my space anything that does not replenish my soul. From today, from now, I embrace those people, those relationships, those places, and those things that will help my soul to prosper. I commit to nurturing my soul to a place of prosperity. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much for listening until the end. Thank you for joining for this podcast today. And I cannot wait to round off with you in week 10 of our Rooted Mom devotional series. If you haven't shared this podcast with anyone before, let today's episode be the one you start with. Share this episode with somebody. All you have to do is share, copy the link, and send to your friends. All of us can prosper in our souls together. My name remains Olusheya Asheru, and I cannot wait to catch up with you next week for week 10 of our Rooted Mom devotional series. Have a beautiful week, and God bless you. Amen. Yeah.